Audio is the most relevant distribution platform and our voices are the new operating system. We're here to share how we use it and the tools that have helped us along the way. My name is Jeremiah. And I'm Nar. Welcome to All Things Audio. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of All Things Audio. My name is Naranjan. Some of you know me as Nar. Right next to me over Zoom, I have our other co-host and my good friend, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, say what's up. What's up, bro? How you doing, Naranjan? It's good to see you. Good to see you, man. Um, we're excited to, ha- to be here recording an episode specifically on audio social networks. Uh, this year has seen a really unprecedented growth in the audio network space. You know, during this pandemic, we've learned a lot about how impactful our voices have become uh, from a human connection level, which ties back to a lot of the projects that Jeremiah and I have worked on. And before we kind of jump in a little bit more into audio social networks and how they've really grown, how different niches have developed alongside them, uh, Jeremiah, you want to go ahead and just maybe touch a little bit upon what's been going on this year overall? Yeah, definitely. Um, I I think it's important for our listeners to just take a step back and think a little bit about why audio is so important and and how um, things have come together from a physical infrastructure uh, perspective, from a social perspective, and also from a software perspective, and how this is sort of the perfect moment for audio social media accounts to take off. So recently, there was an article written called The the State of Sound in 2020 and Beyond by Gaby Goldberg and Talia Goldberg. So I'm going to be referencing some stats from them. Um, But really, right now, we're seeing that audio is growing faster than it has ever before. Um, From a physical infrastructure perspective, Apple is expected to sell over 100 million AirPods this year. That's up from 60 million in 2019. It's a crazy jump. Um, roughly one in four adults own a smart speaker, uh, with a third of those uh, owners having three or more devices in their home. 62% of Americans use a voice-operated personal assistant. So that's just on the physical infrastructure side of things. If we're talking from a commercial perspective, we're seeing so many large tech companies get into the audio space. Apple, Amazon, Google all have their own voice assistants. We all know about Siri. We have Alexa. Um, and Google Assistant. Um, Twitter rolled out audio tweets. You see that I tweeted uh, a few days ago, Naranjan, that voice messages (laughs) over text messages, which has just been a a practice of mine for a little minute now, just sending those voice messages because it's a little bit more intimate. You can hear somebody's voice. Um, There's, uh, you're less likely to misinterpret a, you know, a text message or something like that. I just like voice messages, but at the same time, Twitter, is allowing you now to do voice tweets. So I think I'm gonna get into the voice tweet thing. I think all my tweets moving forward are gonna be voice tweets, we'll see. Um, but then of course, you know, Spotify, like what they've been doing. And if you wanna hear about what Spotify has been doing, uh, you can listen to our previous episode where we talk about Spotify as a distribution platform. So definitely check that out. But as Naranjan said, you know, speaking about the human connection piece of things, that is the big distinguishing factor, our voice and um, the use of it from other spaces. So. And thinking about the human connection piece, I'm going to borrow a quote from Colin Keeley. Um, Colin Keeley is the CEO of uh, Avocado Audio, which is a platform where you can sell audio courses, audio books, and audio stories directly to your audience with a web um, or mobile app. And again, this is taken from the article that was written by Gabby Goldberg and Talia Goldberg, this quote. But he says, 
Human speech burns with information. It resolves uncertainty and communicates meaning more than any other format. Audio is how you communicate what you really mean, annotation, emphasis, innuendo, and all. So I think that that's something to really emphasize as we talk about social media, um, audio first social media. It's really about the voice and the human connection element. Uh, so why, why is audio based social networks? Why are audio social media um, platforms a new trend? Well, I think generally speaking, audio-based social networks provide a greater sense of empathy and understanding around, as we mentioned, annotation. You're hearing somebody's voice. You can hear their accents. So it's a greater way to connect with somebody on a human level. So we're going to talk about some of those networks that are, that are popping up today. Um, and we're specifically going to talk about three. We're going to start with uh, the popular one out here. I'm, I'm out here in Oakland right now. The popular one in, in Silicon Valley um, is Clubhouse. Um, so Naranjan actually put me on the clubhouse, so I'm going to pass it over to Nar and let him talk a little bit about that platform. Yeah. And I guess I, one of the touch, touch points I want to really mention before we even jump into clubhouse itself as an app is I read this really amazing article by Sarah, Sarah Tavell. Sorry if I get that wrong. She's a uh, general partner at benchmark, but she has a really great, um, article that talks about the different opportunities and risks of uh, social networks in general. She describes, you know, attention being drawn towards in, in really three different categories, rocks where it kind of requires your full attention, um, sand where it kind, kind of is able to kind of suck a little bit of your attention, maybe 30 seconds a day. So, you know, something like TikTok, uh, something like playing a video game, something along those lines. Um, you know, like very briefly, and then something along the side of audio or something along the size of water. So if you look at the three areas, there's rocks, there's sand, and there's water. And water is kind of able to flow through all of like the elements throughout. And audio mm -hmm. tends to be that way. So, you know, we're mm -hmm. suffering from like staring at screens all day through Zoom. You know, we're suffering at, you know, just really being exhausted by being and being inundated with technology all around us. And audio has this ability to entertain us, to teach us, to really help us interact with others in a very passive way. And I, I think like that's, that. yeah. And, it's, it's, like and Bruce, it's like the Bruce Lee quote, be like water, yeah. audio there, is like water. It, <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's a really, it's a really great article. And, and we'll probably, we'll throw the, uh, we'll throw this, um, this article by, by Sarah in, in what, in the description as well. Yeah. And so that's where I think Clubhouse kind of leans, leans into a bit more is it really captures this ability to participate from an audio standpoint, like you're at a party. It's, uh, it's like attending a party, but also like being in a place where an, in an environment where you can learn, like maybe mixing it like a party like you're at a party and you're, and you're also listening to a podcast, but including interactions. Um, the best example would be like, you know, if, I'm able to join a conversation about that the Lakers won a, a championship. Uh, you know, maybe there's a few sports reporters who are on there talking about this subject and I want to maybe uh, raise my hand to speak about it. Clubhouse gives the opportunity to do so. So most of the audio technology that we've consumed today tends to really be around, hey, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to listen to this idea and concept and maybe never really discuss it or refer to it again. How often have you and I, Jeremiah, listened to a podcast and then texted about it? Or how often has our, have our audience members done that? It's, you know, like we, there's, the, there's this huge social element that's missing and Clubhouse, um, which is a really great app that has been able to capture this experience has provided the user, not only the ability to feel involved in the live listening, but also have the ability to speak up. And I think yeah. that is a game changer. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. I, if you can talk about it, because you invited me, um, I'm still fairly new to the platform. I have a profile. Um, I've hopped in and out of a few rooms. But if you could talk about it from the user experience perspective, if somebody gets the Clubhouse invite, what are the next steps? Um, yeah, so what does it look like? So it's really interesting. So when you, when you actually, and you know what, let me open the app to kind of give a proper uh, breakdown. Let's do it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to uh, misquote the process. So, you know, when you hop into the app, uh, generally what ends up happening is you end up, uh, your contacts are kind of sifted through so you can kind of see who is already on Clubhouse. It gives you the opportunity to follow your Twitter users as well. So there's a lot of unique mm -hmm. places. It, it kind of already engages a lot of the people who you maybe uh, have given your attention to and seeing if they're, so, you know, if like someone is in your contacts list or you follow on Twitter, there's a good chance you're willing to give them a piece of your attention. And Clubhouse has utilized that, that ability and that service to, to allow you to also see, hey, there's an opportunity for me to listen to this person's voice. And how does that yeah. work? So that's yeah. kind of that first step. And then uh, what you'll notice is there's like a public area where people can create and create rooms that are public that are based on certain topics. And those okay. topics specifically, you can hop in and hop out of. So, you know, there, a couple right now that we're looking at is like, you know, Veru Short versus the E40, the Bay got to show up. And, you know, there's <laughs> another one about like, I need practicing pitching, grill me with questions, you know? So like the variety of topics out there and public rooms that exist are pretty diverse. So if I want to hop into this room that says, I need practice, I need practice pitching, grill me with questions. If I hop into this room, there's a good chance that it's a young entrepreneur or an entrepreneur in there who just wants to, you know, have a general audience, have them pitch his product and then, you know, listen to it and give him feedback. So I can yeah. hop in, I can hop into that room. I can go ahead and listen to what he's talking about. I can then raise my hand to then be invited to speak to the rest of the audience alongside. So it's almost like you can be on a panel you know, ask to be on a panel specifically by the host of that room. So when you think about the actual interactions overall, it's pretty diverse. It allows mm -hmm. people to be passive, but it also allows people to be active. And I think yes. that is a unique part of audio itself is, you know, if you feel, if you want to feel vocal about it, you can do so to an audience of everyone there. And I think that's yeah. what makes it different with than Twitter because you have just a set number of followers and then it kind of goes down your timeline. This is right. speaking to a live audience. Yeah, yeah, the, I, I'm on Clubhouse right now and the versatility um, of these different rooms is pretty, <laughs> pretty expansive. Yes. I'm looking right now, I'm looking right now, I, I have one, um, I'm looking right now, naps turned into full out sleep sesh, sharing your blessings, um, all the way to R&B music share, what do women really want from R&B? Might have to hop into that one. Yeah, um, it looks it looks like by the way, E40 is actually in the room of the bay. Yeah, so he's definitely defending himself, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, which which is great. But just showing you even the really the vast uh, mm. diversity of, you know, from music to technology to really everything on here, it's making it a lot more socially interactive and to an extent Clubhouse maybe even a mix of uh, going back to this article by Sarah Sarah Tavell. Mm. Um, it might be a mix of water and sand because, you mm -hmm. know, like for, to an extent, if you're a speaker, it's going to have to dedicate a bit of your attention, you know, 20, 30 minutes, whatever right. that is right. versus uh, or not 20, 30 minutes, but it might be a mix of all three elements, which is what makes it a good social network. Cause yeah. if you're a speaker, you have to pay attention, but if you're right. a passive listener, you can do whatever you want. You can walk right. around the house. If you're listening to a room with E40 speak about this topic. 
Yeah. So I think that's what makes Clubhouse unique as well. Oh, that's a really good point. Um, and it's it's interesting that it's still integrated with Twitter and it's integrated with Instagram as well, sort of as this audio first social media revolution takes off, it's still sort of recognizing not the past, but you know, the, the, tw- the 2010 social media experiences of, of Twitter, obviously text and then Instagram visual. Um, we still have to pay homage to that, but we're, we're sort of ushering in, shepherding in this new age. So that's, that's, that's dope. Clubhouse. Yeah. Um, if you have an opportunity, um, hop on Clubhouse. It is invite only at this point. I already used my one invitation, so I can't give it out to anybody. Um, I believe no- I used mine to Jeremiah. I gave mine to Jeremiah, but it got lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get it from somebody else. My bad, bro. <laughs> no, it's all good. I used my one on, on Jay, but I, I think he was traveling and <laughs> the text never yeah. went through. But to, yeah. And yeah, I think that's actually a subject we should touch upon, which is the exclusivity of it, the exclusivity of it. So yeah. I think that Clubhouse really started with, um, you know, they, uh, Andreessen Horowitz, uh, which is a prestigious venture capital firm, ended up investing in them. Uh, there was a huge competition between who would invest in this product because it, it went viral due to its exclusivity factor, which mm-hmm. I think is a novelty to this app itself. Um, They really hyped it up. A lot of people wanted in because they were able to bring in huge users who had existing very large audio presence on other platforms. So I think like someone like uh, Novel Ravikant, you know, the famous investor, founder of AngelList, right? right? A lot, Paul Graham, founder of Y Combinator. A lot of these guys, a lot of these tech guys early on, they were the ones who were uh, invited onto this platform who started having these conversations and the founders and those users were kind of slowly allowing, uh, other users to hop on the the platform as well. So I think that they were able to really focus on a core user experience with people who had huge followings already. And I think Mm -hmm. that is what made a mix of, Hey, all these people who have, who have a large audience already are using this platform. I want to be on here too. So it kind of created this FOMO experience as well. And I think that is with, you can't talk about clubhouse and its product experience without talking about the part, even before you use the product itself, which was the exclusivity portion. Yeah. I suffered from the exclusivity point again, because I didn't, I wasn't able to hop into the room, but um, hopefully what do you think, Narendra? Do you think that ultimately they'll open it up soon and, and how would yeah. they sort of democratize this? Yeah, so I think that they have, to an extent, a lot more people have invites now. I actually don't know if you can download it directly from the store. I think you can download it directly from the App Store, but you still may need an invite to to log in. But they are handing out invites to an extent a lot more frequently. Um, that virality effect of you know being able to share a few individual um, few individual invites to people who you trust. So you know, almost to an extent, you hope that the quality of the user is maintained high. I think. Once any platform reaches scale, it's near impossible to do that. But I think Clubhouse in the beginning, at least, did a decent part. You know, whether that's a pro or con, uh, you know, is really up for debate and like personal preference on how things are done. We won't get into the, uh, you know, into like, I guess, the uh, policing or, you know, the kind of issue of how to how to deal with community issues uh, within the audio space, because I don't think that's exclusive to audio. That's really it. Um, an issue that all social platforms deal with. But I do think that to an extent, by having an invite-only process in the beginning, you may be able to mitigate uh, early user issues um, 
sooner than later. And don't get me wrong, Clubhouse has had its uh, fair share of issues with that. But I think as a product experience itself, which is what we talk about on this on this program um, and this podcast, it's really great. And I think that there's a lot of opportunity for growth for it. Um, and, and it really fits into that category of, you know, like for, for, for the extent of, you know, watching, watching a Netflix show would be a rock, uh, 30 seconds of TikTok, right. Would be sand and, you know, walking around and doing something while cooking would be water. And I think that clubhouse really fits that niche of, uh, of all three to an extent, but really is able to take advantage of that social element, which is exciting. Yeah. And recording a podcast is definitely, I don't know. Where does that fit? Is that water? Yeah. I'm multitasking yeah. right now. I'm trying to get yeah. on to, <laughs> trying to see if I can download the, uh, the next version of this app. It seems like yeah. there's, an, there's an update. Yeah. No, yeah. I saw, no podcast would definitely be water. Cause you can be cooking, right. You can be right. doing whatever. So. Right. Next we have the chalk app, right? Mm-hmm. So chalk app, instant secure voice room. So what is the chalk app about? Um, how is it distinguished from uh, clubhouse? Yeah, so the Chalk app uh, is very similar to Clubhouse within the context of it is a broadcast social network. So broadcast audio social network, meaning it's, there's no real live recordings from that sense. It's groups and communities uh, that you can join and have conversations of people with. And there is a huge texting element as well, which is what changes okay. it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a mix of audio and text within the chalk experience. So you can have group text and then people kind of hop in and listen as well. So okay. I think that there's almost this uh, multifaceted approach to how they use uh audio to augment their their experience because i would consider them an audio first social platform but they do have an element of text it's almost like a mix of a uh i i I don't know maybe a slack thread like a singular slack thread would be a good way to look at it so i'm in one called dtc growth uh which is really about direct consumer uh direct consumer companies and just concepts and talking about growth in general so there's a lot of people who i found on twitter who are very knowledgeable about this space uh, they they hop in here. They tend to talk about random things, and they they usually uh, speak about you know different tactics of growth methods, things along uh, things along those lines um, with regards to direct consumer growth. So right. there's I just requested spread. I just requested to join DTC Growth on um, okay. on Chalk there, Apps. Just there, requested. There you go. So there we go. Yeah, there you go. So I think that that's a great example of just if you notice through that thread. You'll see texts, you'll see audio. There's a lot, of, there's people talking, you know, every, a lot of times everyone's like, Hey, at 7am at this time, we're going to hop on. So I think that, uh, and, and, and this, the bigger, one of the bigger distinctions as well is that chalk is not exclusive at all. So anyone is allowed to join it. And I think it, they made it more open network, open sourced. So I do believe that that is a huge differentiator that these apps have taken from a product standpoint. One was hyper exclusive, bringing on, uh, you know, maybe what you call tier A, quote unquote, influencers, those who already carry influence outside of social media, or even within social yeah. media already to the platform, um, whereas chalk allowed really anyone to join. And I think, you know, there's not necessarily a right way or wrong way. It's just preference from that sense, um, along yeah. with chalk having text as well. Yeah, yeah, you might as well be on all of them at this point and, and find yeah. which one works for you. So yeah, Road trip. Um, yeah. Road trip is sort of the last one. And speaking about, you know, how do the social media 
audio for social media networks become more directional and more specific? Maybe road trip is the, is the first step in that direction. So can you talk a little bit about road trip? And what yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So road trip is a, so road trip is a social audio social app that's really driven around listening to music. Uh, so one of the, one of the most, uh, interesting things that we believe Spotify has missed out on is making Spotify itself and its listening experience more social. Uh, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if, if Jeremiah, I'm sure you do remember, yeah. but if not, uh, you know, you know, like there's that feed on the right side that you see of what your friends are listening to. Exactly. And I, and I always felt, you know, maybe in college early on, I would pay attention to that a lot more. You might message your friends here and there. Like even today I might do that occasionally, but it's become a really big afterthought otherwise yeah. for Spotify. And yeah. I think that that's a huge mistake that they've done. Cause when you think about like how social music is overall, like you go to concerts with friends, why would you not want to talk to friends about the list the music listening experience mm -hmm. and i think road trip has really kind of encompassed that it's not necessarily like audio like driven in that way where like you over communicate with one another but it's more about connecting with someone and listening to music together sharing that road trip experience or that concert experience of listening to something over over and over again yeah. um, and i think that is what makes it unique you're seeing already niche driven audio social products uh road trip being one of them and i think it's fascinating you know like Spotify is missing out on a huge, huge opportunity to do so. Maybe it's an acquisition target if, you know, road trip blows up, who knows? Um, and they incorporate that into the Spotify uh, product and, or maybe Spotify builds it themselves in-house. But I do think that uh, road trip is a great example of using audio consumption in a more social standpoint and setting. And I mm -hmm. think that some of these existing platforms already do that, but they don't do it great. Um, like for the, like Apple podcast does it completely, it doesn't do it at all. At least Spotify has social elements like Spotify unwrapped, you know, right. everyone shares that on Instagram. It's an exciting feature. So I think this would be that next step is to be able to be like, Hey, I want to listen to this. Uh, I want to jam to this with you and talk about it later or message you about it. How do I do that? So right. I think there are things that Spotify can better do. And road trip is a great example of finding a niche, building an audio consumption product around it and growing it. And they are, in, they, I believe are invite only right now. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're, they're in their beta early. phase. They're, they're in not beta on the app store right now. Yeah. Absolutely. They're in their beta phase. You have to get test light and then, and then download road trip through that and use it. Um, but yeah, I, I think that you have a great point. You know, of course, this is all things audio. Of course, we're going to talk about social and then also bring it back to Spotify and, and see what Spotify is doing in relation <laughs> to the topic, of course, because they're just, they're the grandfather. They're the archetypal streaming platform. So they're the, mm -hmm. an audio platform. So yeah, Spotify, I think, um, uh, I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, but I do think, uh, I guess just going back to Spotify, maybe. It'll be interesting to see if some of these legacy companies do look to acquire. I think Clubhouse is a non-acquisition target um, um, product. I think that they're going to be a company that probably refuses to get acquired, especially early on. I could definitely see a product like Chalk maybe just because of how they're structured, but I don't know what the use case would be. I don't anticipate Chalk getting acquired, but maybe a product like Road Trip. It could be something, in my opinion, that Spotify looks to acquire, depending on how yeah. they do. And it also could be something that maybe Spotify builds internally. And that would be really interesting. So like you said, Spotify being this the overseer of the audio consumption and really creation space um, with podcasts, I think that 
it'll be interesting to see the types of acquisitions that as a company they make within social audio because they yeah. already incorporate elements of that. I think yeah. Spotify Unwrapped is one of the best product ideas that they've done because we see it everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's probably one of my favorite marketing campaigns ever. Uh, the first yeah. one that dropped. So I do believe that they will get into the space um, to, to retain users, to help keep them on their platform and their ecosystem to, you know, make sure that even it, with artist exclusivity that maybe they don't necessarily leave Spotify for another uh, platform that uh, has their favorite artist, but rather they keep Spotify and they get another the same way that people today might have Netflix and Hulu. So I yeah. think from a social standpoint, it'll be interesting to see what happens um, with yeah. these audio companies. It's interesting that you're talking about uh, Spotify taking its foray into acquisitions of social. It's in thinking of back towards early in the in the 2010s, maybe even before in the 2000s, these different streaming platforms are using algorithms to send us particular music, and also mm-hmm. they're using algorithms to curate playlists. Um, I'm not sure if Spotify took its hand in acquiring any of those companies, but what was the one that we used to listen to? Oh my goodness listen to it in college a ton um so music streaming it wasn't soundcloud soundcloud that piss not that (laughs) those are those are are, i guess download websites yeah skipping my mind but it's it's from an acquisition standpoint and thinking about uh the early acquisitions for streaming companies it was more so just strictly music playing Right. Mm-hmm. And then it went to podcasting and now it's going to social potentially. And it's just interesting to see that arc um, in the audio space and, you know, what might be next? Like, will Spotify, you know, go into physical hardware? Um, will they, you know, try yeah. to go after a particular device? Maybe um, build will they try to create their own. Yeah. Maybe create their own That's speakers. Fair. Maybe go after Sonos. Like, who knows? Um, it's just really interesting to think about um, the state of sound to, to circle back to the article that we referenced at the beginning the state of sound in 2020 and beyond. The next jump here is social. Um, the next jump is, is using our voice to be able to create um, followers and using our voice to be able to, to expand and, and showcase empathy in the same way that Instagram did, um, the same way that Twitter did. Um, so it's gonna be really interesting. I'm, I'm curious, Naranjan, where do you see things going um, in the space? What do you think is the next iteration? I think that, So I don't know if I can speak to a next iteration, but I do believe that we're going to see more native, uh, native niche audio products. And what I mean by that is there's, I know we only wanted to stick to three, but now that we're talking about that, uh, I have to drop in another one called Locker Room, which is an, it is a sports driven audio social network. So it, I actually discovered this last week, but it's a, it's a, um, it's an audio I guess, yeah, it's an audio social startup in the sports space that a lot of like sports writers have started to use where they discuss, you know, uh, game highlights, game updates, you know, uh, press press ideas and press are basically like almost mini press conferences that are related to sports. So you can imagine if um, for every clubhouse, maybe that's pretty vast. We talked, we were just discussing there are two rooms, one about uh, E40 and another hip hop artist. And, you know, who is like, who's better with E40 in that room? Or, you know, um, and then another and then, and then another room about a guy asking for people to grill him on his pitch. Right. And mm-hmm. whereas road trip, you're seeing this like really hyper specific uh, sports driven area where maybe Ethan, I don't know if Ethan Strauss is on there from the athletic, but he may be yeah. like hosting something on there where he could use and talk a little bit about the state of the NBA right now. Uh, yeah. and, and you could join that. And so I think that 
we're more likely to see these big niches where reporters or, you know, uh, maybe studio execs, whatever that looks like, these different niches uh, and communities uh, where audio social will, will kind of dive into. And maybe it's Clubhouse that does that, or maybe it's apps like Road, or sorry, not Road Trip, Locker Room that do it. So I think that just that's kind of the next trend, I believe, is we're going to see a lot more of these pop up and try to gain market share within their respective niches as well. Yeah. Hey, shout out to E40. He has time today to hop in a clubhouse <laughs> i just followed him on clubhouse so he, his pictures uh promoting his own uh tequila okay so yeah yeah yeah. 40 e40 shout out to e40 uh shout entrepreneur hip-hop just... mogul entrepreneur businessman um <laughs> absolutely he released his his own tequila line um e corinta um <laughs> Yeah, I, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. We all we all love some E40 though, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. We all we all love some E40. E40 tequila. I might have to go. Is he in here? Oh, of he that. is. Yeah, he's he still is in right there. Now. He's making his yeah, claim. He yeah, he's talking. He's talking. Yeah. I won't put it on loud, but No, don't put it on loud. Let's let E40 yeah. do his thing. Yeah. If you wanna if you wanna figure it out, go into the clubhouse room if you wanna know what's going <laughs> on with E40. But yeah, that's a breakdown of, of all three of those, man. Social media, audio first, social media, media up to this point. Um, there's still a lot more out there. Um, we just want to touch on them sort of at mm -hmm. a high level um, and also give a little bit of overview as to why this is important, why this is the next stage. Um, I think to just sort of bring it back home, there is something unique and empathetic about hearing somebody's voice um, that I think is going to allow um, us to sort of ushering this next age of social media um, that's a little bit more intimate, a little bit more personal. Um, and like you said, is, is more like water. It's more fluid. You can consume it and engage with it anywhere at any time. Um, so in spirit of all things audio, um, looking forward to continuing to talk about what's happening in the social media space um, and maybe how some of the quote unquote, you know, legacy companies that were started in the 2010s and the early two in the later uh, latter half of 2000s how they implement and incorporate audio because you know that they're going to see what's happening with you know, these other platforms. And they're going to make a good push for audio, which may enhance those platforms, may be beneficial to those platforms. So excited to see what happens there too.